Welcome to the Dwellness Podcast. I'm Ruth Steinmetz. And I'm Brian Steinmetz. Join us on our journey to discover the connections between physical and mental well-being and our dwellings. We are back on another rousing episode of the Dwellness Podcast. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like we're going to get into I a fight. I hope it's rousing for other people but because it is for me. Um, yeah. And today's guest is another friend of ours, and his name is Aaron Carroll. And mm-hmm. he is, uh, or as we call him, Farmer Aaron. Mm-hmm. He's the owner of Sewing Roots Farm in Underhill, Vermont, which makes clean and free non-GMO chemicals or pesticides, produce, eggs, and pasture-raised poultry. And we have tried his... uh, his pasture-raised poultry? Yes. Oh, so yeah, good. Yeah, so good. Yeah, we I don't also... know what you do to those birds, man. But <laughs> it's a secret. They those are... birds get some love. I mean, we've <laughs> yeah, been at the love. farm, and they are free-ranging, just roaming about the farm, that's, that's which the way is they do it. very beautiful mm-hmm. in Underhill. And even the drive up there is just gorgeous, you know? Yeah. So those, those chickens get some good loving. Uh, <laughs> welcome to our show, Aaron. Yes, thank you for having me. Oh, we're happy to have you. Yeah. And we're going to get right away into our quote of the week, which was provided to you from someone. <laughs> from someone. <laughs> Somebody said this. Somebody <laughs> Some said this. At some point. And he said Use that, that person said something words. really important, which mm. is... Nothing is sufficient for the person who finds sufficiency too little. Amen. Yeah. I, I especially like that since we're coming up on one of the greedier seasons of the, at least in America, uh, that, that speaks a lot about like um, being content, mm. which, is, which is very important, obviously, uh, and uh, being, you know, being happy with what you've got. And I like that. I especially like that around the the giving holiday, which is however you want to describe it. I'm talking about Christmas, of course. Yeah. We're a couple of months away from that now. Um, and I'm already seeing Christmas trees, even though it's not even Halloween oh yet or Thanksgiving. <laughs> All yeah. these merchants are ramping up. And it's, it seems like it's actually true. Every year they keep pushing back yeah. the buying season. Uh, before it was taboo to even go Christmas shopping before Thanksgiving, and now we have all these sales already going on. Everybody. So, as soon as the pumpkin know. spice drops, it's just. Oh. <laughs> and the pumpkin spice just drops like right after Labor right. Day. It's like, yeah, pumpkin season. All, oh, all these basic bitches need, <laughs> need their pumpkin spice. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it's delicious, and I love making pumpkin pie, but. I it's it's just gone way off the rails Too here much. and uh, and and our kids are getting conditioned to it to not being not feeling content with what they have or feeling like they need so many things when even when you get to the morning of there's only so much you can absorb until it just be- starts becoming a blur yeah. so um you don't even remember what you got no. last yeah. year not for Christmas I mean it's ridiculous right. it versus is. if you get like one important thing that's going to last a long time. Right. Yeah. It's much more, uh, you'd be like, oh yeah, I got that in 2003. That you've for been my, yearning for, for, yeah. for a long time. You've built up that anticipation, you know. So 
even you and I are thinking of just really, yeah, we're, we're really changing things it down. up yeah. this Christmas, aren't we? Yeah, and yeah. it's been a an, an adjustment with the kids because um, we were caught up in the consumerism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very easy. I mean, anyone. Yeah, I mean, can... we we took the kids to Times Square to yeah. go back to school shopping. What last year? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that was. Yeah, that was sure. the thing that we did, and we like planned it. And then yeah. while I was there, I was like, "We're just in the in a bigger H and M. Like, there's no right. reason for us to be here." Yeah. Well, because I think retail therapy is a real thing. Oh, yeah, yeah that it's is, like that it true. affects you, and it yeah. feels good. Yeah. yeah, it's like gaming. Yeah. It's addictive. It is. Mm-hmm. You get those endorphins, that mm-hmm. instant gratification, but it mm-hmm. doesn't last. Yeah. And um, this quote really just nails it. You know, yeah. it's it's good to be content. And to learn contentment. And I think this year I have really learned uh, that lesson deeply. Um, not by choice, but I, I, I am so grateful that that lesson has stuck. You know, just being content with the, my wardrobe, with the things I have in the house, and not really pining for more because yeah. it's not going to feel that sure. that desire, that yearning that we have in our right. hearts. Right. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. going to say actually that... It's probably been a few years since my wife and I have even exchanged Christmas presents. We really don't do that so much. Yeah. We might get each other one small thing, mm-hmm. but not not so much. We've really moved away from it. So yeah. we do still get some things for the kids, but mm-hmm. like you said, that's probably the harder side to slow down. But but yeah, yeah we've tried to step back from it. You know. Yeah. yeah. What was it you were saying earlier before we rolled too um, about this season? And I can't. I just can't remember it verbatim can you about the season about the season and the quote that we were talking about oh well just that i think you guys asked me who the quote was credited who was should be credited with the quote and i said that i know who made or they say made the quote but Mm -hmm. i don't really like to give too much credit on quotes because people can say the same thing and they can say it in different ways you know it can be just semantics so Mm -hmm. uh and then so many quotes have been stolen like so <laughs> right? many other things. You yeah. Know? yeah. So when we look at especially older quotes, uh, it's just you don't know who said that. Yeah. You know. And yeah. I know that there's some rumors that even a lot of Greek philosophers and people had spent time, a lot of time, twenty mm-hmm. years plus in Africa, learning from more elders there. So mm-hmm. yeah. Whether it be semantics or verbatim, I'm sure a lot of those ideas and concepts and quotes and things came out of that that time as well. yeah 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 especially like mm-hmm. africa is just a huge um it's based on oral tradition yeah. so and and it uh, the culture is not really around like who said that it's all about like how are we interpreting it in ge- this generation and what kind of new flavor are we giving it but yeah you know it's still the same concept right like um, take the wisdom not yeah. take the credit you yeah know exactly I mean? yeah, yeah. That's much nicer, yeah, I have definitely. to say. Because then, I mean, when you credit somebody, you're right, uh, pride and ego gets in the way of things. And yes. we were talking on the way over here, we were like, oh, I'm not sure we want to keep quoting presidents and stuff like that. Um, because, yeah. you know, they have libraries for themselves. Right, right. <laughs> you know? sure. Sure. You work for four years and get a library named after you. Mm-hmm. It's like... Well, what is the quote? Whoever controls something controls history. 
Yeah, the yeah. narrative uh, or something. Uh, history is written by the winners of wars. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's what we're really living. Or, or who's right or who's left, not who's right. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's who's left. Who's yeah. left behind. Who remains. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sure. The sure. survivor is the winner. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And oh. that's the person that writes history. And they're always like, I had a glorious victory. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so it's a funny thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. quotes yeah. and words and, and, and history and who said what. Yeah. yeah. And who yeah. should be credited. I think exactly. it's more, we should take up the wisdom and walk with it, not worry so much about who, who said it. Yeah. yeah. So pride and greed. Yeah. Yeah. Pride. Ego. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Things we should Terrible really stuff. watch out for mm-hmm. and try to. <laughs> she looks at me when she says that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> watch out, boy. I saw that sign. Watch out. <laughs> watch out, Brian. That's right. No, no, no. no I, I mean, I, I agree with you. Yeah. It's, it's been a, you know, I've, I've. We're all culpable. Yeah, that's true. But I've, I'm willing to admit that I've had a long history of being prideful and selfish. And, oh. But uh, working on it yep. and, and, you know, admitting that there is a problem is the first step to recovery. So We're all a work in progress. I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was something too. else that I read that uh, even the horoscope, it was really meant to point us to our tendencies so that mm-hmm. we could work on those tendencies. Yeah. It wasn't so much that we could look at it and say, look, that's who I am. That's yeah. how I am. And yeah. here we so. are wor- worshiping the stars and planets and, yeah, you know, yeah. just losing the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So always a work in progress. Yeah. I know I'm always a work in progress. Oh, yeah. I hear Me you. too. Always. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going in the right direction, so I'm happy about that. Yeah. You so, want to ask the question? I, I was about to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the big so, question? The big, the big one, yeah. yeah. The, the one that's most on theme here. Farmer Aaron, how do you find your dwellness? Ooh, how do I find my dwellness? Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, a quiet place because I believe heavily in minimalism. And uh, so I think that it's always the, the most quiet place that I can find. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not easy to find. Yeah, you know. although our kids oh, are older until the next one comes. Sure, sure. Uh, but uh, they, they tend to be more quiet these yeah. days, yeah. with the exception of when they have friends over and then it's a madhouse. Right. Yeah, right. Definitely. So, yeah. But, but no, finding a quiet place, finding a place that isn't so interrupted by mm. technology and and. Uh, futuristic type stuff. So for mm-hmm. me, obviously I value farming, land and plants and trees and all those types of things. So for me, it's finding a nice quiet place with nice natural noises. Uh, that's as far away from call it man-made people made human made mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True that. Although some birds can be really noisy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we Remember were telling that you that. Time yeah, in I, was, I was about to say we were we were in Kenya, Melindy, Kenya, and we were staying at, and it's really hot there. So like yeah. the windows aren't windows; they're not made of glass. They're just like screens with like slats in them, mm-hmm. so no sound protection whatsoever. And there was a tree outside. I forget what kind of tree it was. Yeah, outside our window. Right it's outside just our like... window with the loudest friggin' bird you've yeah. ever heard in your life. Every sure. morning at like five a.m., just <laughs> yelling at us. Goodness. <laughs> Wake up. It was worse than a rooster. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't be so sure about that. I I mean, I've heard roosters usually in the distance, though. Sure. These were like right there. Yeah, they were like 10 feet from our bed. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) I've got. Yeah, yeah, probably even less. I've walked out the door and confronted the rooster in the morning before, so it can get pretty bad. Just be like, hey, rooster. Yeah, hey. You shut your face. That's enough. That's it. I wish I could have done more with this guy. He didn't listen. Right. I would yell at him from the bed, just be like, shut up. He'd be like, rah. 
<laughs> a dialogue with yeah, the loud bird, uh, right? But I'll take that any day, any yeah. day to, you know, like 4 a.m. today, being woken up by this, because uh, there's construction happening. Yeah, there's construction right out, out our door. From us. Yeah. Oh. So there was They've just got, this uh, huge truck with no lights. No manners with that. Right? Oh. No manners. It's <laughs> a nice way of saying that. <laughs> Who said you could start at 5 a.m.? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they start with the bright lights like shining right in our window. Oh, oh yeah. my yeah. goodness. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. birds any day. <laughs> any day. Any day. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. At least there's a pause between it. Like with, uh, with the lights, I mean, they're always on. Yeah. Until the sun comes up. Sure. Oh, those those blackout drapes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> tell us more about your minimalist life. I mean, you just said totally, that yeah, you know you're not buying gifts as uh, as you used to uh, during the holiday season. How do you live? <sighs> oh, <man. laughs> How do you survive? <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I don't know <laughs> if I would call it a minimalist minimalist life as much as maybe. Uh, minimalist aspirations you know mm. we all live in still what is a very capitalistic society we live yeah. here in the states so people buy things i buy things oh yeah um yeah, and i, I was... buy things that you don't need i think everybody does but yeah. it's just about the focus on trying to do less trying to buy less yeah yeah i was thinking about that as we were talking earlier actually and like you can't even go three or four years without having to buy a new new smartphone because they yeah, make yeah. them to break or yeah the planned obsolescence the, the software yeah. yeah that's the term i was looking for yeah. plans obsolescence mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. smart lady <laughs> i always forget stuff uh, and i've only got one language and she's <laughs> anyway but uh yeah the, the planned obsolescence to where like um i was i was talking about uh, my car with the mechanic just the other day and he's like I was like, do they even make like steel cars that are easy to fix, like four cylinder Jeeps or anything like that anymore? Right. He's like, no, they're all yeah. plastic and you're basically buying a computer on four wheels and that's sure. why they all cost 50 grand. Right. And I was like, really? My laptop didn't cost 50 grand. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it can't What's be that much here? more sophisticated, uh, yeah. you know? Part of the, the cycle of things, right? The cycle of things used to be. You know, things that went around and came back around. And mm -hmm. now the cycle is it goes around, then it dies. dies and then you have to buy a new one. You buy yeah. A new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I tell you, I'm, I'm trying to get more into like reusing my clothing, reusing things in the house. Mm -hmm. You know, if something gets too big or too small, whipping out the sewing machine, yeah. you know, and just refraining from, you know, getting on that app and seeing, because there's always something on yeah. sale, which is just a lie. It's just to get you to always. buy more. Always, Because you're like, oh, I got this on deals, on know. a deal. So I, that means I can buy a little bit more. But then you're spending more than you always. wanted to do yeah. in the first place. So I feel like it's easier here in Vermont. You yeah, know? Like exactly. You go to the city or I, we, my wife and I have joked about you get out of the plane in like Miami or something and you're like, oh. Just bombarded wow. with consumers. Oh, look, look at me. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what am I doing? <laughs> 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 but here, you know, you yeah. can you can move about pretty easily and pretty modestly. So, mm -hmm. so I think minimalism is funny in the sense that a lot of it is driven by social pressures, you know, social pressure yeah. to buy or to drive the right car, wear the right clothes. So um, that's where it can be something that is easier if you're right in the right environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think even for, for me in Vermont, that's one of the things I like about being here is yeah. that it is a place where you can kind of be whatever. You can be as flashy as you want to be. You can be as modest as you want to be. Um, Honestly, yeah. the, the flashy people, like I find that 
uh, when I wear a suit, more eyes are on me than when I don't. Yeah. 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 The Which culture is, here is yeah. very, yeah. you know, utilitarian. Definitely. You know. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Dressing for the environment. Sure. And, uh, well, you guys have taken flights back. <laughs> yeah. There's the, the other joke about you can always see yeah. your, your gate. You're like, oh, that's, that's, that's Vermont. Vermont. Yeah, all the flannel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look at all those functional shoes. Yes, yeah. look at those all those boots. hiking boots. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely keeps life simple. And yeah. uh, I think a big part of it is being so in tune with nature because mm-hmm. it makes you just want to keep it simple yeah. because um, as long as you're dressed right, and at least that's one thing I've learned living right. in yeah. Vermont is as long as you're dressed right, yes. you yeah. got all the right layers and the right gear mm-hmm. and you don't need much because right. all you need is maybe one hiking boot, mm-hmm. uh, three flannels and... <laughs> Yeah, one for every day. Yeah, one. <laughs> you need like eight flannels probably. Right. So you've got a rotator. And they're going to get broken in or you're yeah. not going to look right anyway, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you really don't need much and uh, you don't need to whip out the latest trends because no. even with it's those nice, kinds yeah. of outfits, they don't really change that much over no. the years. You can wear one from the 80s and still be... Mm-hmm. They don't go out of style, is that Yeah, so? yeah. yeah. Right. Always yeah. for the nice, timeless style. It's mm-hmm. nice raising kids in this environment, too. Because yeah. uh, it's not as consumerist-driven. And luckily, sure. we don't have, like, the uh, Saturday morning cartoons the way they used to. Yes. Where, like, every kid would want the same toy because it's been so heavily advertised. Mm-hmm. And if that kid didn't get it, I remember this from my own childhood. Yeah. If you didn't get it, and everybody else in your class did, like, you felt like the odd person out. So, sure. like, that's kind of That the, social pressure. That is... social pressure, yeah, that's for real. Engineered pressure, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, pressure, nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah, we're having another baby soon, and we're talking about, like... Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. And we're talking about, like, how many toys we want to get them, because... And things like that, because, like, my first daughter with another... My ex-wife, we had a thousand toys for her, and she, you know, she didn't even pay attention to... Except for maybe five of them. Yeah. So might as well just get her the five. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing, like, we forget that we can only pay attention to so much... You know, even though we want to accumulate a lot of things, there's only so much that we can absorb and appreciate. So teaching ourselves to really get back to that, you know, what's your what's your sufficient level and sticking to that level, because the rest is just superfluous. You're just going to waste money, waste resources Kill the planet while you're at it. I was, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, everything's made of plastic. <laughs> yeah, so Absolutely. how do you get to that point where you, you just scale back to that point where you feel like this is sufficient for me? And if you really think about it for, it's really a recent thing that people have so much. Exactly, yeah. Because for thousands of years, people could carry everything they owned on their back. I mm-hmm. always think about that particular yeah. thought. You yeah, know. me can too. You, can you even imagine having to go into your house and say, okay, you get a backpack Full of stuff, clothes, trinkets, you know, tools, anything you can think of. It all has to fit in that backpack, and that's all you're going to have. So, but that was the standard for basically ever. Yeah, and they didn't usually pack food there either because they right. just find it off the earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the way, you know, it's the way God sure. intended, really. Even thinking about tools, I'm like, oh, how many? Right. Like, I wanna, just the tools. <laughs> I want a trunk Absolutely. full of tools. Like. <laughs> no kidding. Guess who's carrying that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but taking it back to that quote from the beginning yeah. is if sufficiency isn't enough, then you're going to feel you need 10 bags. You need 15 bags. Well, yeah. if you have 10, you feel like you need five more. So, um, but when it is enough, then one is enough or 
none is enough. You yeah. know? Enough to get by is enough. Um, and I think that we're either going to choose to kind of return to that mentality um, and dependent upon where you are, there's a lot going on in the news right now. People get returned to that yeah. mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's easier to choose that mentality today for ourselves than it is probably to find yourself in an uncomfortable position of being put in that position. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's mentality, like I said, because I buy things. You said, what, what do I do in my minimalist lifestyle? I mm-hmm. don't know if I call it that, but because we're all going to buy things, but it's more reconfiguring your mentality to want that, you know, yeah. to say, no, I don't need whatever it is in, in multiples, but to just have one of yeah. something and have it be enough or have, you know, one coat or one flannel that's a little beat up, but it lasts a little longer, you know, that type of, that type of thing in your thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it definitely takes some thoughtfulness, some mindfulness, yep. some stopping yourself like, oh, do I really, you know, it, it helps to have this set of questions sure. to ask yourself because the culture is trying, you're kind of going against the, 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 Swimming the upstream current. kind of thing. Yeah, 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 you're going against the current. So it takes a little bit of effort to... Right to be able to swim against this current. But then the question arises is, is this a desire that's inside of me? You mm. know what I mean? Or is this desire being pushed on me? Cause right. like you said, if the, mm. if generally the culture, everybody is moving that way and you're moving the opposite direction, that can be weird. Right. Yeah. You know? But, but I, I, I think we should ask, is it, is it a internal thing to want so much or, or is it an external thing that's being, you know, put, put on us. Yeah. Cause there's that peer pressure, even for parents, you know, you're like, what will people think that I'm not buying all these kid things for my kids or that Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, that my house isn't stuffed with stuffed to the brim with stuff. Yeah. Um, or (laughs) buying so much food. Um, it's, it's a pressure (sighs) cause you feel like people will judge you, will, look down on you will yeah. you know and then you'll be ostracized in some way because right. they'll think you're weird um but it's uh, <laughs> that word again people thinking you're weird yeah. sorry to yeah. jump in i just have people my nickname in middle school was weirdo so it's like <laughs> yeah nothing new to me but i hear you um what were you saying i'm sorry yeah but it's it's good it's okay for people to think you're weird for the right reasons if you yeah, have these things kind of like your values and things that define who you are because you know that they help you become a better person. Yeah. Um, it's better to not care to sure. some degree if you know that this is, this is actually good for me not to be so caught up in that kind of life. I mean, like using the term weird or outside the box or, you know, going against this stream or whatever, it's always the best thing anyway. I mean, you know, guys know I'm into business and entrepreneurship. So whenever you think about a great business arising, it was always something that was weird to people, you know, Mm -hmm. like let's put a battery in my car and get rid of the gas. That's weird. Like who's going to do that? And now everybody's doing that, right? They tried to, you know, bury Tesla when they started. Uh, for lack of a better word. And now what is everybody doing? What they were doing. Yeah. So I think that it's often the the person who's going the opposite direction. Even Warren Buffett says, well, when everybody is going left, don't go left, go right. You know, when everybody is selling off, you buy. 
So I think that that idea of being weird or going the opposite direction, it is culturally seen as something that is bad in certain ways. But let's be honest, it's good yeah. in many ways. And it's how many of the greatest, the things that we love, we got. Mm. We got them because somebody went the other way. We got them because somebody said, that's weird idea. Yeah. But they pushed forward anyway. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's anything wrong with being weird or, <laughs> yeah. or going against the grain. But if anything, it's probably necessary for us to get to where we need to get to, which is away from where we're at. Yeah. You know yeah. So. I like to think about the Wright brothers in that situation. Like Absolutely. How ostracized must they have been? People Weird. been like, Psh, you're going to fly. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's <whatever."> crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hang out with those guys. Yeah. <laughs> They're nuts. Totally. Exactly. And then they did it. And now we all yeah. fly to Paris or Daily. wherever. Yeah. Uh, daily. I mean, thousands of flights yeah. a day. And probably don't even give them the the due, the, uh, yeah. the credit that yeah. they're due for. Doing I mean, I've never heard so of the right airline. Have you? No. Great. Great point. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, now some billionaire is going. <laughs> yep. Elon's like, ding. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, and you said you're an entrepreneur, but right now your main, your main. Entrepreneurial enterprise. Yeah, yep. economic endeavor is being a farmer. How did you get to that? And what drives you to do that? Uh, how did I get to being a farmer? <laughs> well, I went to college for business. So I graduated in 2008. So I graduated during the economic crisis. It was just mm -hmm. terrible time to try to find a job. And I hadn't done all the right things, you know, internships and all those things. I kind of just wanted to get it and be done with it and move on. So when I graduated, it was tough to find a place, you know, and somehow, again, God, I don't know. I landed working at a John Deere dealership doing some accounting type work there and just noticed something on the men, m mainly men who were coming through the door and just that they had a different demeanor, way of being. Uh, they definitely weren't the suit and tie. Let's hustle to get everything that we can get. But they seemed to be hardworking to the point where it hurt. You know, but mm -hmm. but there was a, a stronger sense of contentment on them than you would see sometimes, I think, in other people. So I think that made me wonder. And then I, I did a few other jobs that were morally questionable. <laughs> not Sorry. not not by social standards though. Mm. No, yeah, totally. But by my own my own personal standards. I mean, right. we're we're Sales. talking about Elon and Warren. Totally. And like yeah. what have these guys done? I to get there, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, the wrapper bag on the table type of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um but because of that I started landscaping, which was something I always grew up doing with my dad mm -hmm. and I knew I could do it and I knew I could work harder than most people could mm. physically. Um, so yeah, I did that and then I became a master gardener volunteer in order to help support that work that I was doing. I owned my own business and, and then ended up just being a, a land worker in a sense, which I say land worker when, when I worked landscaping, we, they, a lot of people called them land scrapers, you know, almost meaning like they, they worked the land scraped by for a living. I, I, I think that's what that term meant, I guess. But what I really recognized over years of working through gardening and landscaping and working with the land is that now actually it's like the highest form of living, you know. Um, it's the highest honor, you know, I believe, to work with soil and work with land and work with the plants. So I think the gardening led me to its deepest form, which is farming, 
you know, yeah. um, not just growing things that are aesthetically pleasing, but growing, learning to grow things, raise things that are nourishing uh, and not just pleasing, you know, but, yeah. but nourishing. I really think it's the world's oldest profession. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 A great book called Edible History of Humanity uh, that I'm reading right now, and I encourage anybody who's watching to read that book, is a wide-spanning history of food. And it definitely points to uh, food just being the, the origin of it. I mean, if you think about it, there's nothing you can do without yeah, if having... If you're starving, you're, yeah. you're in trouble. If yeah. you're starving, you're not going to be a good lawyer, doctor, <laughs> police officer. There's nothing that you can do. Yeah. You know, so... But that, that goes, speaks again to people's kind of lack of appreciation for really, really core things. Like, yeah. did you wake up this morning and go, oh, this air is so good and I'm so appreciate, appreciative of it. We didn't, you know. Yeah. You woke up, you got onto something else. You appreciated the coffee more than we did the air. Yeah. But or the fact with, that you even woke up in the first place. That too, you yeah. know. But without the <clears throat> oxygen, without waking up, there is no coffee. So we really lose sight of those core things that are most important. And like you said, no question, working with the land, working on the land, dealing with the elements um, is the core of it all. Yeah. yeah. It becomes really abstracted in our minds, especially going, you know, getting your food from the supermarket. It's so removed from even where, where it came from, yeah. how it was made. And I really admire the way you run your farm. You know, you, you tend to the chickens. You make sure that they're enjoying the outdoors too and not stuffed in, you know, really cramped situations and mm-hmm. um, fed till they explode. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yes. Get fatter, so, right? Well, the status quo, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not- and, uh, and we just consume it. We don't think, hey, you know, was this chicken happy <laughs> yeah. before it came to this plate or um, was it traumatized um, the whole way? So our disconnection to our food also, I think, in a way perpetuates even the illnesses we have because we, we just were consuming without the awareness of what exactly we're consuming. And I think uh, farming really helps you to appreciate, you know, how that produce came up what it went through what you did to intervene if there was some pests or or or, uh, you know we had the floods (laughs) that really affected our crop this year oh yeah big time um so you know intimately what all the the things you produce went through to get to that point where it's on your plate yeah and i think that that raises even your 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 ability to absorb the nutrients because you're just so connected to the the product that's a good point yeah. well thank you that was a lot of nice <laughs> <laughs> i in my experience and all that i uh-huh. mean i i think i think definitely being connected with the land is so important for everyone and that's why 95 percent of people i think we talked about this in the past they go on vacation mm-hmm. stick their feet in the sand all of a sudden they're i feel great you know what i mean you feel yeah. the breeze well people living in such manufactured environments for so long and no access to these things that are really just natural for your body to feel. Um, yeah, it, it automatically just catapults you to a better place. But the more that we can do that in our daily lives and, or even just live in it, you know, um, then the, 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 the better our lives will be, you know, even somebody like, 
uh, Frank Lloyd Wright, you know, who was designing buildings, Mm -hmm. clearly understood that your connection, even when in the building, to the outside of the building and to everything that's going on outside of that building really uh, transformed your experience inside the building. Yeah. But then uh, speaking to him or that person, again, minimalism was kind of he didn't I don't know if he said that explicitly but it was kind of one of the same tenets of his design philosophies Mm -hmm. right because when we talk about what's needed uh it's very little you know yeah and when we think about the um the the torrent of things that we're thinking about and dealing with and scheduling and Mm. arriving to it's like it's really taking away from us you know because how do we sit and contemplate how important it is to to care for the these animals that we eat or the vegetables that we grow. Nobody has time to think about that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, can we blame them entirely? Because no. most yeah. people just don't have time to think about that. It's a real privilege for me to be able to think about that. Um, but when we speak about minimalism and we speak about our dwellness and we speak about we're you know, when I think about the dwellness, it's like putting yourself in the right place, right? Um, how do you put yourself in your dwellness? You asked me, how do you find your dwellness? And that's why I point again to minimalism and to just shutting everything down because it's really about finding your way back to that core of things that are most important. And I think that what most people will find is that it's very few things. Like, yeah. there's so few. Yeah. And it's actually easier probably than we think once we can shut everything down yeah that's true i really admire his architecture and you know being an interior design and all that he really lets nature do the talking you know just pare back the structure to really allow nature to do what it needs to do for us and you know because that's that's really what is healing us and that's really what we need to connect to 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 live more content lives yeah um, you know, having bigger windows, having more skylights. You know, I'm like, why do we have all these big roofs and <laughs> haven't found ways to just add more windows to our, <laughs> our yeah. roof so we can enjoy the right. sky? You know, it's so dark when we get into our homes and then we have all these artificial lights. Sure. It's really nice to see the sky, the, the oh, windows here. up here. Yeah. You know, we can see the sky, which is so nourishing. You don't realize it until you are in an environment where you're, more connected to nature, just what you were missing. Yeah. And so just being more intentional about finding those spaces and also understanding that, yeah, it is a privilege, but it also takes a, a little bit of accessible effort on mm-hmm. your part to be able to like walk outside or appreciate the outdoors a little bit more sure. because that's really what we need to be, yeah. to be more alive and not just existing. And if we're, I mean, I'm always, I will take us completely off task here, but Uh talking about things because it's the momentum of those things too, you know, like when you're never going outside, you don't get the momentum to do it. It's like the more you do it, then the more you want to do it. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Putting your toes in the sand. Put your toes in <laughs> the, the sand. Or the grass. Right. Yeah, yeah. The grass. Anywhere, yeah. something. Yeah. Get grounded. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Totally. Yeah. All righty. What else should we talk about, you guys? 
<laughs> I've just took your agenda. And <laughs> tore it up. I love it. No, yeah. I wanted to actually bring it back a little bit to the holiday season and stuff. There was something that I have done with with my daughter for years now, um, even before I met you, and that was to like go through her toys every year. Oh yeah, and kind of get clean it up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yes. the purge. So I'm not just going to keep adding stuff oh. on top of that mountain. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to trim it down some, and then. Right. Uh, so we used to just go to the Toys for Tots thing and, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, toss them in there or donate them in some other way, uh, right before the holiday season. So I could teach her to give and receive. Uh, but now it's just about giving. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's got enough. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of course. Uh, but I am, I really do like the idea of just getting like one or two things that are meaningful, uh, like per person. I used to do, uh, and still kind of do, uh, like gift baskets for extended family mm-hmm. where like you just kind of pile in a bunch of stuff oh, that yeah. they might like. And then, we do that. Yeah. Especially some, some Vermont stuff. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to send me a chicken for Christmas. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, I brought you something. Yeah, 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 I, did, I can't I did. wait. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if the gift basket's a grocery bag. That's totally fine. Yeah, that'll yeah. work. <laughs> My dad never wrapped anything. Everything came in the bag. It was like, yeah. Here you go. Like, I used to do newspaper. That was my favorite. That's, that's, Boom, extra, that's a newspaper, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Excuse me. what <clears throat> kinds of things can people really shift their mindset on around giving, especially thinking about our consumption and food? Um, what kind of, kinds of tips do you have? Uh, tips for, I, I don't know. Giving and receiving. Yeah, I mean... Um, I think it's funny because you look at, you hear people who have the most um, celebrities and, you know, world leaders and people, they always point to giving more than they do to receiving. It's Mm. like once you've amassed so much, not that I have, but um, (laughs) there's just so much more impact in giving, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I encourage people to to give over the holidays, maybe – Give a sewing roots box, or oh, yeah. give um, give food, um, give give core things. Though I think that's the other. We talked about the consumerism about around the holidays. Giving is is obviously good. Giving yeah. is the best thing. Hmm. Maybe the question is sometimes is like what we're giving. You yeah, know? giving people something that's nourishing, or giving people something that they can use throughout the year. I think that's important. The, the Bigger issue is I think we've just been giving stuff that has, you know, no value. Like you said, with the kids, there's one, two toys that are going to be. Yeah, meaningful. Meaningful. And like my son has started playing uh, piano, you know, or keyboard or whatever. So Mm -hmm. that's like one gift I know he's going to use or I encourage him to use, you know, continually versus those other things that just you use them for a week. they They lose interest in them. They don't really have value. So. Yeah. I guess that's, again, going back to things that have true intrinsic value versus this new capitalistic kind of value, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I definitely encourage people to give things that are core, food, mm-hmm. education, books, uh, experiences. You yeah. Know, experiences, yeah, totally. Uh, one, of my, one of my favorite, like, Christmas parables, I suppose, around gift giving would be, like, when you buy a kid some expensive toy. And they open it and they're like, wow, gee, thanks. And then they set it aside and play in the box for the rest of the day. Totally. <laughs> like, 
That's my son. That's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So just give They're him crushing. a box for yeah. like thirty cents. Yeah, and not bother spending the other. Which, yeah, it's just. You want to get deep the, and philosophical on that though. Oh, it's yeah. like you gave them something that's so boxed in versus giving them possibility. You know, the box yeah. is like endless possibility. Infinite imaginative. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, totally. And it can another be a spaceship. Thing, it can be a yeah. totally anything. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Another thing that we're not touching on is is giving our time and attention. Absolutely. Totally. Because um, you know, being focused on go 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 buy, you know, show. Uh, giving someone your undivided attention can be so valuable, especially to our children and the people we love. Yeah. Because that's something that we all crave and it's nourishing on both ways. You know, you, you get something from it, the other person gets something from it. And it's just that moment in time where you can, like even time is suspended for a while because yeah. you're just immersed in this other human being and it's, it's very, it's invaluable. Yep. And I think um, we forget that sometimes. We forget a lot. Oh, you yeah. Know, this, this podcast actually has helped me remember that uh, because we get like we have our earbuds in. We can hear ourselves and we like zone in on what we're doing uh, for like an hour to 90 minutes. And like before you know it, all that time has gone by. It feels like five minutes. And, mm -hmm. and you're totally right in that like time just flies by because we're just actually focused on something mm -hmm. instead of like fidgeting on our phones or waiting yep. for the next thing or what have you. Right. And I think in our culture, that kind of like go, 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 what's next, ADD kind of um, mindset um, is, is kind of what leads to the, uh, the I want to play with the box because, yeah. okay, I got that thing that I wanted. What's now next? I check that off. Yeah. yeah. Now I need to actually entertain myself. My imagination is and has been yeah. the greatest thing that I've got. Sure. Um, let's go. And that, that same quote that we had at the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, about sufficiency can you help me with it was uh yeah, yeah. give it to us nothing again nothing is sufficient for the person who finds sufficiency too little yeah oh i think you nailed yeah, it yeah you said it <laughs> <laughs> that's like my real heart i mean i carry that quote with me but oh. it's to say that it 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 also it's a very deep quote mm -hmm. because it also speaks to non-destinational living like you see the the for the person who's sufficient they're sufficient with the now with this yeah. moment. It's not about trying to get to the next moment. Yeah. So I forget what it was you were saying there, but it, it made me think about that, about our this other cultural tendency that we have for this destinational living, yeah. where we're never really content with sitting on this chair right here, mm -hmm. but it's more what's going to happen later this afternoon that I'm holding my whole day for or yeah. what's going to happen next week or next month or when I get that job or when, you know, the baby is born or it, but it's really about now it's, it's about being, um, happy and, and, mm. and content with now. And here I am saying this, like I'm some kind of guru or something. I'm not. <laughs> no, because it's just, but there are things that I guess I've come to understand. It doesn't yeah. mean that they're necessarily easy to live. You know, but yeah, that destinational living is tearing us up. You yeah. know, you got to yeah. be content True. with today. Like, Reminds me of the title. Because that's of, all you have anyway. That's it. Yeah. 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 We, all we'll ever have is now. That's it. But that reminds me, that quote again reminds me of the title of that book about Trump by his niece. Yeah. Too much and never enough. <laughs> I mean, that really just sums it right up. That's the hustle billionaire lifestyle. Yes. Like, okay, I got that thing. Now I want this other thing. Yeah. Now I want this other thing. Now I want right. this other thing. Right. And it's like, okay, well, when... 
is enough enough. Never. Yeah. Never. 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 How many, how many yachts can you water ski behind? Yeah. That's a quote from Wall Street. I can remember movie quotes all day, That's but when it comes to <laughs> philosophical ones like this, it's like. Oh, I was going to say, I think, I think it was Tecumseh or somebody said, I don't know what these white people want. He's like, I think they're crazy. <laughs> because, no, because the nature of them, even at that time, was just more and more and more. It was like, you have so much. You have a fleet. You have, a, I mean, a country, an army. Like, yeah. what do you want? What is it? Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's something that's been in us for a really long time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That reminds me, too, of the Lone Ranger. He had that... Uh, that Native American sidekick whose name is escaping me right now. Uh, Anybody remember? Tonto? Tonto. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I was going to tell people to comment it to us. But, <laughs> um, but, it was a wild guess. Yeah, yeah. At one point, guess. the Lone yeah. Ranger and Tonto were like uh, getting surrounded by Native Americans, and Lone Ranger reads, leans over to Tonto, and he goes, we're in trouble, Tonto. And he goes, who's this wee white man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I mean, it's good. Yeah, you I guess we're teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. So. Yeah, we got to that point. Now. We did. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we got all the way to the Lone Ranger. One, so. <laughs> all right. Nice. So let's. Uh, it's about that time to start wrapping up the show with mm-hmm. our final three questions, which you forget. Oh boy. Except for one of them has to do with Star Trek. We'll let the Star Trek. Mm-hmm. The uh, Trekkie ask it. Yeah, ask okay. that one. But I'll start us off with, I think the answer is going to be a lot, but but I'll start us off with this question. Mm -hmm. Uh, What domestic task do you do well or do you enjoy doing? Is it all of them? I bet it's all of them. Domestic tasks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I farming mean, is essentially all the domestic favorite. tasks, yeah. right? Yeah. I do it all well. People don't know, but I, I do it all well. <laughs> no, no, I mean, really, because I've been a stay-at-home <clears throat> dad. Uh, before I was farming, even when I had my landscape company, mm-hmm. my wife has been an executive for many years, so it's I've always been supportive of her. So maybe that's partially what's also led me into this no fear of supporting other people. I, mm-hmm. I go to church. I support many people in my church. I've been moving desks and bookshelves and th- I really heavily believe in supporting the people around us. So, mm. so, you know, I mean, I, I really do. I, I cut the grass. I, you know, I farm, I clean, I do dishes. I clean bathrooms, clean toilets. I care for kids emotionally, physically, like, wow. uh, yeah, I, I do all that. Like I'm the true Renaissance man, you know, like, Shut up, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Make me look bad. Aaron. Yeah, Putting I work all on the cars. men to task. Yeah. 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 I oh, love I, it. I'm ready. Come on, bring them. Yeah. I do it all at home, everything. There's nothing I don't do. I, yeah. yeah. What, we, so what do you enjoy most? Enjoy most? Um, I just enjoy helping people, really. Like, honestly, I, I get the most um, fulfillment from that. And it's weird because it could be, I've started to realize it could be a selfish thing, actually, though. It's almost, am I putting other people in debt, you know, by doing for them? Is it like a subconscious thing I'm doing inside? I don't know. Like a a favor debt, you mean? Kind of like a favor debt. Because it's gotten to the point where I do it so much that I'm wondering, am I doing this for them or am I doing this for me? to feel good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I think that's okay. Okay. That's, that's, yeah. 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 There's worse extent. things to do for people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to put at least, them. At least like, you know, <laughs> chopping people up doesn't you. make you feel no. good. No, that does not. <laughs> no, 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 no. So always just doing for people, helping people from church and the family and the community, um, and just giving as much as I can. Brought you guys some chicken today. Oh, I'll send you yeah. an invoice <laughs> through email later. But I'm joking. Um, I don't. Well, I think that that's, uh, that's very Christ-like. Yeah. I think that's the you, you understood the assignment, man. Yeah, like, yeah. totally. Yeah, sure. So yeah, it's a good, that. it's a great assignment, not yeah. just a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get and to the second with the one. Land. Don't yeah. forget that. That's yeah, Christ like too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So for the next question, there imagine you're a Starfleet oh, officer. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Send on a mission, maybe to go farming somewhere, or or yeah, you you definitely be helping people for an indeterminate period of time, and okay. you can only take three things. Three things. Three personal Speaking things. Speaking of, yeah, yeah, what are you going to put in your backpack? Yeah, yeah. the minimalism has come back to haunt <laughs> oh, me. This question. Yes. Oh, what are no. those things? <laughs> okay, so three things. Mm-hmm. One more time, I want an island. You said no, no, no. no. Island. no island? You're oh. going Star Trek. You're, Star Trek. Yeah, you're becoming so into a, space. Yeah, into, into space. space. So yeah. all of your basic needs are are taken care of. You got food. You got shelter. You got clothing. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Right? Okay. You're just taking three personal items. Wow. And communication too. So don't think about bringing your phone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So I'm gonna need the Bible. Yeah. Because that's like intergalactic. Yeah. Right? You mean you haven't memorized the whole thing? Yet? Not the whole thing. <laughs> Not yet. Not all of it. Uh, definitely take the Bible. I would take um, some seeds of nice. some sort. Yeah, yeah. some kind You're of seeds. Be the king I don't know of the what next kind. Planet. Yeah, uh, and objects, not people, right? I mean, no, you can't really take people. Yeah, okay. Okay. can't stuff your no wife stowaways. in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. Then I would take a, a digital recorder also Ooh. to record. Something that hope somebody like messages find home it. or something like a black messages box for home the trip. or yeah for somebody to find like a black box yeah yeah yeah, yeah awesome. a captain's log yeah yeah, yeah. that's it <laughs> farmer space log <laughs> space farmer yeah that's what I meant to say I just oh, trembled my that's words a good thanks one. yeah everything space died that sounds like an anime doesn't it <laughs> that sounds like a good one makes me think of Matt Damon that movie where he's in Mars. yeah the Martian yeah the Martian yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got that's that's a good one. Yeah, those man. potatoes he was tearing those potatoes oh, up oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was bad when he ran out of ketchup though it was oh, like oh no sucks ah, brutal <laughs> brutal so um our final question is uh what is one thing that can make instantly make your day better oh instantly make my day better is it farming uh just like on a bad day you know like or, <laughs> any day, or today really? or any yeah. day any day uh, but whoever you want to interpret it yeah uh, if you're having a bad day what's the thing that'll cheer you up you know, cheer me up on a bad day. Yeah, just walking in nature. Yeah, there you I go. think that that would be it. That seems to be a common theme, actually. Like a lot, you're I think the second or third person that has said mm-hmm. that or something to that effect. Yeah, because yeah. it's that powerful and yeah. it's just yeah. that innate in us. And mm-hmm. it's a shame that more people haven't experienced it. You know, you know, maybe it's because we live in such a hippie state. We do. <laughs> it's about <laughs> as crunchy as it gets. <laughs> it is our, beautiful. Our, 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 like, like sometimes our, I feel like, wow, for yeah. me. Oh, yeah. I yeah. get to enjoy this. I know, it's yeah. so Especially good. Especially in the fall, the leaves. Yeah, it's, oh. so yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's walking good. in the forest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went oh, on yeah. a nature walk with with uh, my daughter just the other day, uh, and uh, 
she was all like, I don't want to get off my phone. I was like, you're coming. Yeah. And she felt great when we were done. Yeah. She can tell you that. So has happened so many times. <laughs> so so many yeah. times. Or he's just in a bad way, and I tell him, you know, like just take a walk for a few minutes. Yeah. And he's real emotional, like me. But and he'll come back and say, like that worked. Like I feel better. And it's true. It just does. I don't care who you are. I don't care how tough you are. What you've been through. What you're going through. All you have to do is step outside. Step take outside your door. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. true. That's probably what... Um, or move, however you can move, move you know. Moving. Yeah, keep moving. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what um, Lloyd, the architect, understood. Frank Lloyd, right, yep. Frank Fr- thank you, thank you. Yep. I knew it was right, but we had mentioned the Wright brothers, too. <laughs> so and many like, rights. A lot of rights. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they got it right. No doubt. He understood it. Uh, yeah. yeah, he understood it, yeah. totally. Yeah. And that's why, you know, and, and even here at Hula, we've got plants on every desk and, yeah. and stuff like that. And sure. My, ever since... Living with this lady, with who's a crazy I'm a plant, plant lady. Mama. <laughs> yeah, plant lady. <laughs> I mean, my my mental health is skyrocketed just yeah. because I happen to have plants in my house that are producing oxygen. Yes, you know, yeah. it's, it's incredible. You don't even think about it. Well, plug a book Until, called "Breathe" also, and ooh. plug a book, uh, the Edible History of Humanity. I read mm-hmm. a lot, but. The That's Edible History of Humanity and that Breathe book <laughs> is really good. From our Aaron's reading list. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And we're heading into winter, so I'm getting yeah. about to be back yeah. into the reading. I'll have more for you next we, year. So how do you read? We could do make you... a blog post with your reading list. Oh, I, I love should. That. I yes. should. That's, that's yes. a good idea, yeah. yeah. Um, how, do you, uh, how do you get your books? I love Audible. Audible. Yeah, yeah, I love Audible books. Not to plug a billionaire or anything. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can't escape it, though. I mean, yeah. it's not so, enough, though. He's yeah. not ready. He hasn't had gotten enough yet. So. <laughs> he's, he's not to not Mars yet. He's got to be Elon to Mars. That's right. This is what they're... But no, uh, I love Audible books, and sometimes, if you can, read along with the physical book, but mainly it's Audible because it's just, you know, you can do it anywhere. You can be working, working out, driving, yeah. and just let you get that info in there you know yeah i have found that to be very true as well as much as i hate to plug it myself i know it right it's it's so true you used to be able to go library and get them but that's like too hard kids don't even know what the dewey decimal system is anymore no idea lost don't even know what it is yeah that's okay biblioteca (laughs) (laughs) well farmer aaron Uh, it has been such a pleasure if anyone is local and you want to get uh something yummy uh consider a sewing roots box at sowingrootsfarm.com mm-hmm. or get get one for your neighbor and support yeah. your local farmers. Yes. Yeah, and have definitely. yourselves a, a, a feast this holiday season instead yeah. of giving all those gifts. Invite your neighbors. and do something. Not that I'm telling you how to live or anything, but <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I think. Yes. Yeah. Give, give, give. Give some more. If we all do that, it, it'll be all good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Well, yeah. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Give, give, give. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Amen. And we're out. The Duelness Podcast is produced by Steinmetz and recorded at Dial Studio at Hula. Our audio and video production is handled by Syntax and Motion. Our audio engineers are Wesley Davis and Will Davis. Our show producer is Will Davis. Intro music is by Sam Barsh and outro by Ian Koloski. Artwork and promotions by Snicket's Public Relations. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Steinmetz-BT. Or you can sign up for our newsletter and get insights into our lives at our website, Steinmetz-BT.com. Thanks for listening. listening.